Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. You can view the live stream on Facebook at Mother Miriam Live. Now, here's Mother Miriam. Good morning, beloved family. How are you doing? I'm so happy to be with you. This is wonderful. Every once in a while, I cannot be with you live, and we run an encore, which we did yesterday, Um, but I'm happy to be with you today. It's quite a special day today. It's the day of uh, the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows, Um, and in the extraordinary form, the Seven Sorrows of Mary, and uh, both are really, both are the same. It's also my feast day, uh, personal feast day in religious life. It's a very special day. In fact, I chose September 15th, Our Lady of Sorrows, um, uh, before I even chose our theme, the theme for our order, uh, the major feast day for our com- religious community, because I wanted to share in Mary's sorrows. Um, I wanted to walk with her and be with her through uh, all that she suffered in giving us the Savior. And so um, it's it's very special today, and um, the uh, anniversary of our of our becoming a public association I mentioned to you was September 8th, her nativity. Um, it was nine years, nine year anniversary, but um, today is, is, uh, still my feast day. And, um, uh, it's just a magnificent day to look at the sorrows of Our Lady. Um, there's a, a note here on the site of, um, traditional Catholic prayers, um, uh, to console Our Lady of Sorrows daily, and a quote that Jesus Christ himself revealed to Blessed Veronica of Benasco. She's not familiar to me, um, but uh, Jesus revealed to her that he is more pleased in seeing his mother compassionated than himself, end quote. He said to her, quote, My daughter, tears shed for my passion are dear to me. But as I loved my mother Mary with an immense love, the meditation on the torments which she endured at my death is even more agreeable to me. And that comes from um, The Glories of Mary by uh, St. Alphonse de Liguori. He continues, the seven sorrows or dolors, D-O-L-O-R-S, of Mary are listed. um, I'm going to read them in a moment. Many of you know them because you pray the chaplet of the seven sorrows, um, but they are a key understanding um, uh, to consoling Mary. It is to recognize that the more she loved Jesus and she loved him perfectly, the more intensely sorrow filled her immaculate heart. Her martyrdom lasted for 33 years, see, as she gave birth to him. Her martyrdom lasted for 33 years, for St. Simeon revealed to her in excruciating detail what lay ahead for her dearest son, our Lord Jesus Christ. As such, all her joys became 
inexorably colored with sorrow. And she endured these pains perfectly with patience, humility, and obedience, offering them to Almighty God for the salvation of poor sinners. And what are those seven sorrows? The very first was the prophecy of Simeon. Remember, Simeon was an elderly uh, Jew who waited outside the temple to see the Lord's Messiah because, according to the prophet Daniel, it was time for the Messiah's coming. And uh, he believed, and somehow the Holy Spirit let Simeon know that he would not die before he saw the Lord's Messiah. And so hundreds of couples came to the temple daily uh, to present their children to the Lord with a sacrifice of a lamb or the sacrifice of the poor to turtle doves. And they came, but when Joseph and Mary came, uh, Mary holding Jesus in her arms, uh, he knew it. It was revealed to him that that was the Messiah. And so um, and he, so he wrote, um, and he said at that point, he took the little babe in his arms, and he said, I can die now. Let's dismiss. It's the canticle of Simeon, the nunc dimittis, that we pray the entire church prays every single night. Uh, Lord, dismiss thy servant in peace, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation which thou hast prepared beforehand for all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And when he finished that, he turned to the Blessed Mother and he told her that a sword would pierce her heart also. It pierced her heart at that moment and never ceased, was never taken from her heart all those 33 years um, until it was pierced Uh, most deeply, and finally at the foot of the cross. And so the first sorrowful um, mystery um, of Mary is the the prophecy of Simeon in Luke chapter 1. And then the flight into Egypt is second. The third was the loss of the child Jesus in the temple. The fourth Mary meets Jesus on the way to Calvary. What What a sorrowful picture that is. Number five, that Jesus dies on the cross. Six, that she receives him from the cross. And seven, Jesus is placed in the tomb. And um, there's a rosary of seven decades. Um, Well, they're not decades. There's seven beads in between each large bead. And each one meditates on one of the seven mysteries. I have a... um, somewhat of a devotion to Our Lady of Good Success. And uh, you may recall that a couple of years ago, I went with Sister Gertrude Marie to Quito, Ecuador. And we spent, what was it, I think nine days to see Our Lady of Good Success, the miraculous uh, statue that was completed by the three archangels, um, for Mother Mariana of Jesus, Mother Mariana, I think of Jesus, I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly. Um, And um, uh, it's Our Lady of Quito, Our Lady of Good Success, and we brought home a small statue of her, um, and um, 
we have it here with Mother Mariana kneeling before her. It's if if you haven't looked up uh, Our Lady of Good Success, there's an entire website um, and the entire history of it. I looked at it yesterday, and um, the title of an article that looks like it was written uh, this month on September 13th by Kathleen Heckenkamp um, is titled The Sadness in Her Eyes, and it reads what was the cause of her sadness, her tears and weeping for almost 200 years to the Catholic faithful. You know, beloved, that Our Lady of La Salette wept. Many of her statues are weeping today. Um, And uh, what is the cause of that? And she says, one can turn to the Bible and recall that even Jesus wept for his friends and fellow countrymen on several occasions. In this instance, it was because of the sins of his fellow Hebrews and the destruction of Jerusalem. And so Luke 9, 19 is is quoted um, when he spoke about the destruction of the Jer- of Jerusalem because his own people, uh, the Jewish people, did not recognize the time of his visitation. And the article goes on to say that the month of September is dedicated to Our Lady of Sorrows. Today's her feast day, but the whole month is dedicated to Our Lady of Sorrows. In this month, we celebrate her nativity on September 8th, then her holy name on the 12th, the anniversary of the September 13th of Fatima, uh, the exaltation of the cross, which... Uh, Mary stood by, yeah, it was yesterday, the seven sorrows of the Blessed Virgin Mary um, on the 19th and Our Lady of Ransom on the 24th. Now, I think it was changed to the 15th. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, and then the article lists a number, the sadness of Our Lady of Sorrows. Uh, and other apparitions that demonstrate her sadness. So just a little mention of each of these apparitions and and Our Lady's prophecies in these apparitions. And the first is the tears of Our Lady of La Salette. And we were at La Salette also. I personally was and brought home a statue of her weeping with the crown on her head. And... Uh, this uh, author writes, when I was up close to the beautiful lady in front of her to her right, she began to speak. And f- No, I'm sorry. These are the words of Melanie. Uh, Our Lady of La Salette appeared to a young girl and a boy. And Melanie was the girl's name. Um, and I will speak these words that Our Lady uh, spoke as soon as we come back from this break, dear ones. Um putting all these apparitions together, they all point to today, beloved, to the chastisement that's coming upon us. Um, Very, very urgent and very, very important. As soon as we come back from the break, we'll begin to take your calls, your texts, your emails after the second break. And uh, to give you the number in advance, it's toll-free 1-877-511-5483 or email at mother at thestationofthecross.com. We'll be right back.
We stand at a crossroads in history. We can stand up for life, family, and a Christian culture, or we can stand idly by while the fabric of society becomes fundamentally anti-life, anti-family, and anti-Christian, slowly leading to its own demise. LifeSite News is the leading defender of life, family, and Christian culture. Through our news reporting, we seek to educate readers with information and zeal. They need to fight the most crucial battles of our day, and we need your help to continue that mission. You can support LifeSite News by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Another way to support LifeSite is to prayerfully consider becoming a Sustain Life monthly donor to help us continue to save lives in the culture. To donate, visit give.lifesitenews.com forward slash sustain life. Our staff of over 40 and millions of future generations, thank you for helping to save the culture. Hi, this is Wayne Hepler, founder of the St. Thomas More House of Prayer. If you are looking for a way to grow closer to our Lord, I invite you to visit our Catholic Retreat Center dedicated to praying and promoting the Liturgy of the Hours. The rustic setting provides a quiet atmosphere for prayer and for learning about the public communal prayer of the Catholic Church known as the Liturgy of the Hours. The seven canonical hours are prayed throughout the day, beginning with the Office of Readings at 5.30 a.m. and ending with night prayer at 8 p.m. You are welcome to join in the prayer at any time or to book the house for a retreat. We are located at 365 Hill City Road in Cranberry, Pennsylvania. For more information or to book a visit, email info at liturgyofthehours.org or call the retreat house at 814-676-1910. You can also learn more by visiting liturgyofthehours.org. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. We're just now looking at an article titled The Sadness in Her Eyes, in Mary's Eyes. Um, I believe it's from the website of Our Lady of Good Success, who's a, who's a wonderful um, favorite of ours and mine especially, um, in her prophecies. If you have not read the story of Our Lady of Good Success in the 1500s, um, it's, her prophecies were for today, and she's hardly known until today because everything she said at that time was for today. We visited her um, uh, a year, uh, two years ago, come February, in Quito, Ecuador. And because this is the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows, uh, there's an article by Kathleen Heckingham written September 13th, uh, speaking of Our Lady of Sorrows in all her apparitions, the tears of Our Lady first of La La Salette. And Melanie, uh, the young lady, the young girl, a lady of good success, appeared to two young children, a girl and a boy. The boy was younger than the girl, and Melanie is the girl's name. And she said, when I was up close to the beautiful lady in front of her to her right, she began to speak, and from her beautiful eyes, tears also started to flow. 
end quote, uh, from Melanie. According to Father Luigi Villa, the words of Our Lady of La Salette were very descriptive in warning us of the future, which for us is no longer the future, beloved. It's today. Listen now. On September 19, 1846, on the mountain of La Salette, Our Lady appeared to Melanie and Maximum, that's the little boy's name, and gave them a message that was later recognized by the church. But a diabolical plot has continuously and deliberately mutilated and silenced it. In this long message, um, Our Lady spoke these words, quote, The priest ministers of my son um, for their evil life, for their irreverence and their impiety in celebrating the holy mysteries, for the love of money, honors, and pleasures. The priests have become cesspools of impurity. Yes, the priests ask for their revenge, and revenge is suspended over their heads. This is not Father Altman. This is Our Lady speaking. Father Altman's message was mild compared to Our Lady. Our Lady continues, Woe to the princes of the church who think only of piling riches to protect their authority and dominate with pride. The church will be abandoned to great persecutions that one will be... um, will be the time of darkness. One of the persecutions will be the time of darkness, and the church will have a horrible crisis. Tremble, earth, and you who proclaim yourselves to worship Jesus, Jesus Christ. But on the inside, only worship yourselves. Tremble, for God will hand you over to his enemy because the holy places are in the state of corruption." Beloved, there are several people, not just Father Altman, being attacked today, not because of what they say, but because of how they say it. Their tone, their uh, maybe they portray a certain anger. Uh, I think it's the anger of God they're portraying, not human anger. Um, it's just not nice. It's not uh, what some consider the kindness of the gospel. I, I think if you could hear a lady then um, uh, you would hear what is um, beyond um, those speaking out today. Uh, If you could hear our Lord, uh, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, whitewashed tombs, I think you would hear a tone that is not appreciated. If you could hear John the Baptist, um, uh, Uh, vipers who warned you to flee from the wrath to come. Uh, I think you would hear a tone far beyond that would make Father Altman and others, um, uh, Michael Voris and others, seem very, very mild. Um, What we need today, beloved, is truth. No matter who speaks it, if you're offended by it, you're, um, you're not... How do I say this? There's a block before you that you won't hear God's message. Um, uh, you're, you're just going to react emotionally to what is not nice. And it's not nice, beloved. What's coming upon us very soon is not nice. And you will be grateful 
for and uh, for those who shouted the message and you will be deeply sorrowful that you turned away because of the tone of these messages the the next quote of our lady is rome will lose the faith and become the seat of the antichrist rome will lose the faith and become the seat of the antichrist and the church will be eclipsed it's time this is our lady's words it's time the sun is darkening faith alone will survive now is the time the abyss is opening here is the king of darkness. Here is the beast with his subjects, calling himself the savior of the world. He will rise profoundly into the air and go up to heaven. Hold on a moment. Okay. Um, then water and fire will fire, water and fire will purge the earth and will consume all the works of men's pride and all will be renewed god will be served and glorified can you imagine if you're in a building and it starts burning and someone says get out quick get out get out get out and some people say stop shouting i don't like your tone stop shouting at us tell us nicely and we'll go get out there's no more time we'll forget you i want you to speak nicely respect us oh can you imagine that father altman michael voris and i personally think father michelle rodrigue I know many of you disagree with that. In in um, the writings of um, uh, Alphonse Liguori, um, he said there will be apostles of the last times. In these days, God will raise up apostles of the last times. And I think Michael Voris is one. He won't say he's one. And Father Altman is one who wouldn't imagine that. But I believe it. People who are fearlessly speaking the truth. They're not being impolite. They're not being obnoxious. They're sounding the truth soberly. And if we don't listen, it's to our peril. Um, There's a picture of the weeping of the miraculous pilgrim virtue statue of Our Lady of Fatima. And it features the countenance of the miraculous pilgrim on July 17, 1972, in New Orleans. And she was weeping. Some people believe that Our Lady was weeping for the nation because of the future of America, in which its governmental system would prove would approve abortion in 1973, causing millions of babies to be murdered by their own mothers. She has never wept beloved because of the children in cages at the border that's a horrible thing but nothing compares to the ripping and the murder of babies in their mother's womb nothing compares about that joseph father joseph Barreau, it's a, a priest was the custodian of the statue um reported that he personally witnessed this statue weeping 13 times. We must recall that Sister Lucia explained Our Lady's facial expression during the 1917 apparitions to Father Fuentes on December 26, 1957. Um, 
and she explained it this way, quote, from Sister Lucia, also, Father, tell them that my cousins Francisco, Francesco and Jacinta made sacrifices because they always saw the Blessed Virgin was in a very sad, uh, very sad in all her apparitions. She never smiled at us. This anguish that we saw in her caused by offenses to God and the chastisements that threatened sinners penetrated our souls and being children we did not know what measures to devise except to pray and make sacrifices prayer and sacrifice are the two means to save the world as for the holy rosary father in these last times in which we are living the blessed virgin has given a new efficacy to the praying of the holy rosary This in such a way that there is no problem that cannot be resolved by praying the rosary, no matter how difficult it is, be it temporal or above all spiritual. And people say, but I get nothing out of it. You're not supposed to get anything out of it. It's not for you. It's for Our Lady who asked us to do that for the salvation of souls. The next lady in apparition is Akita on January 4th, 1975. The statue of the Blessed Virgin began to weep. It continued to weep at intervals for the next six years and eight months. It wept on 101 occasions. This was two years after Our Lady appeared to Sister Agnes in Akita. Among the messages from Our Lady to Sister Agnes was a call to pray the Fatima prayer when praying the rosary. This was not common in Japan at the time. But it was an obvious link to the importance of her appearance in Fatima. Also, it should not go without notice that the final message from Our Lady of Akita was on October 13th, which happens to be the anniversary of the final message and miracle of the sun in Fatima on October 13th, 1917. Again, a strong link to the importance of her appearance, Our Lady's appearance in Fatima. There were three occasions when Our Lady of Akita spoke to Sister Agnes. Um, But uh, if this is still by Kathleen, she says, I would like to begin by focusing on the final message on October 13th, 1973. Quote from Our Lady to Sister Agnes, My dear daughter, Listen well to what I have to say to you. You will inform your superior. As I told you, this is Our Lady speaking to Sister Agnes of Akita. As I told you, if men do not repent and better themselves, the Father will inflict a terrible punishment on all humanity. It will be a punishment greater than the deluge, such as one will never have seen before fire will fall from the sky and will wipe out a great part of humanity, the good as well as the bad, sparing neither priests nor faithful. The survivors will find themselves so desolate that they will envy the dead. The only arms which will remain for you will be the rosary and the sign left by my son. Each day, recite the prayers of the rosary with the rosary Pray for the Pope, the bishops, and priests, and we'll be right back, beloved, and I will finish this message of Our Lady of Kita, uh, Akita, and then I will take your calls. God bless you. Call in with anything on your heart, dear ones. We'll be right back. 
The future of the family is grim. As Our Lady of Fatima said, the final battle will be for the family. It truly seems as though we're in the heat of this final battle and we need your help. Our mission at LifeSite News is to educate and activate readers with the information they need to defend life and the family and restore Christian culture. We are currently the most popular pro-life website on the internet with over 40 million unique users every year. And we've been experiencing an even bigger reach than ever this year. But we need your help to reach more of the 7.7 .7 billion people on earth if we are to truly succeed in changing the culture. Please consider donating to help our mission of promoting the culture of life and fearless defenders of the faith like Mother Miriam. Visit give.lifesite.news.com to give today. Thank you for your support. Uh, started drinking beer on Saturday nights, uh, sleeping in on Sunday mornings, missing mass, and then it just became a pattern and continued. Without God, I don't know where I'd be right now. I feel like I'm whole again. I know the importance of the Eucharist. I know the importance of the sacraments that I didn't know at a young age. I follow God's will because my desire is to get to heaven. Our, our lives are rich and full by being members of the church. If you've been away from the Catholic Church, visit catholicscomehome.org. Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam, host of Mother Miriam Live. Like the Catholic Current and the many other programs that originate from the Station of the Cross, Divine Mercy in My Soul is all about the messages that Jesus revealed to St. Faustina. It is aired every Sunday morning at 11 Eastern and Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Or you can listen anytime to Divine Mercy in My Soul on the iCatholic Radio mobile app. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, dear ones, to Mother Miriam Live. And I've been in the middle of reading uh, prophecies. Uh, this one's from the, um, oh, let's see, was it 1800s? Um, uh, no, 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 no. What's my problem? It's uh, 19. This was the final message of Our Lady. I was thinking of Our Lady of Good, su uh, good Success. Or no, Our Lady of La Salette. But this one is uh, from 1973, was a final, a lady's final message to Sister Agnes of Akita. And um, I'm going to repeat the, uh, I'm just going to read this entire message, and then um, I will, um, uh, and then I will go to our calls. And Our Lady said to Sister Agnes, my dear daughter, listen well to what I have to say to you. You will inform your superior. As I told you, if men do not repent and better themselves, the Father will inflict a terrible punishment on all humanity. I'm going to repeat Father Altman's uh, situation. Um, uh, Father Altman uh I think to the whatever extent he's being criticized today, um, uh, if if it were John the Baptist instead, uh, John the Baptist would be criticized today for speaking in a bad tone. Can you imagine? Uh, I think we have lost sanity here. 
sanity is um, is really to be sane, to see things as they are. Uh, Our Lady said uh, to Sister Agnes, as I told you, if men do not repent and better themselves, the Father will inflict a terrible punishment on all humanity. It will be a punishment greater than the deluge, the flood, such as one will never have seen before. Fire will fall from the sky and will wipe out a great part of humanity, the good as well as the bad, sparing neither priest nor faithful. The survivors will find themselves so desolate that they will envy the dead. The only arms um, which will remain for you um, uh, will be the rosary. That arms meaning uh, battle for the for the. Uh, Equipment for the battle will be the rosary and the sign left by my son. Each day recite the prayers of the cross, the sign left by my son, the sign of the cross. With the rosary, pray for the Pope, the bishops, and priests. The work of the devil, these are Our Lady's words, the work of the devil will infiltrate even into the church in such a way that one will see cardinals opposing cardinals, bishops against bishops. The priests who venerate me will be scorned and opposed by their confreres. Do you hear that? That's what's happening now. The priests who venerate me will be scorned and opposed by their confreres. And I will say, um, um, put into the pasture like Father Perone and uh, in Detroit and um, I can't remember the name of the other priest and priests that are just being um, taken out by their bishops because they're speaking the truth. The priest, uh, let me see now, churches and altars will be sacked. The church will be full of those who accept compromises and the demon will press many priests and consecrated souls to leave the service of the Lord. The demon will be especially implacable against souls consecrated to God. The thought of the loss of so many souls is the cause of my sadness. If sins increase in number and gravity, there will be no longer pardon for them. Um, Okay. Um, This article continues, and I'm going to continue with it tomorrow. Uh, the day after the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows, because this puts all the prophecies together, beloved, and now is the time. They're coming upon us now. Um, So, um, it's speaking about, especially to consecrated souls and such, and, and of course, many of you are consecrated to God, and we certainly are here, the Daughters of Mary, and um, I'll tell you personally, I spent three or four days this week. Um, I can't tell you what it was, but it, it was it was truly awful, and I had to fight through it. So I can't know perfectly what's going on, but um, whatever it was has been lifted. I bless God. But uh, don't let anything that comes on you... Uh, defeat you. Just be aware of what's going on in these days, and the devil's not going to win. As long as we continue to praise God, to call on the name of Jesus and Mary, the names of Jesus and Mary, uh, just continue. And if you feel that you're being fought against, you are. You are. And the rosary is your weapon. 
Okay, dear ones, the toll-free number is um, 1-877-511-5483 or email at mother at the station of the cross.com. I'm going to take your calls. We have uh, three on the line right now. Uh, One from Massachusetts calling in anonymously. Go ahead, dear one. Oh, hi, Mother Miriam. Can you hear me okay? I hear you just fine. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, First, happy feast day, and thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Um, sweetheart. You're welcome. Um, I I was calling you for kind of a right judgment discerning question, but I think what you just spoke to um, may have answered it. I uh, Mm -hmm. was recently let go from a job Mm. that I really loved, and I found my way to this position a year ago in, in what I would only describe as a providential way. Um, and the reason I was terminated, um, was, um, because I was exposing what I thought, um, was something that was happening within the church that was ungodly and unethical. And I found out, um, the joke was on me that, um, I was one of the few people not involved in, in the happenings there. So I guess, um, Oh, that's awful. Yeah, it is really, really awful um, because I really love the job, and it's well. You were let go by people that don't want to walk with God. I think Um, that's exactly it. It is. It is, and you know, I've said many, many times that as as discouraging as such things can be, we cannot let discouragement take hold of us. And we must remember, and I say must because it's our salvation from this discouragement and awful situation, that nothing touches us that God does not allow. So even though the whole situation was unjust and sinful, um, God allowed it. He allowed you to be let go, and he's allowed it. And so he will provide. I hear a little voice in the background. You're a mother? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. All right, sweetheart. Thank so you. God has allowed it. Now, um, if you cannot afford to stay home and not get another job, God will provide for you. Uh, are that you I able believe. to? That I believe. Are you good, girl? Are you able to uh, stay home and not get another job? Um, right now, I feel like that's going. I'll probably be able to collect unemployment. So, provided mm-hmm. that that goes all all okay, I think that yes, I can stay home for a little bit and. I do believe God allowed it. I guess my question is, what I'm having trouble discerning is, I, I feel like God didn't bring me this far just to leave me this far, like leave me hanging like this. So I'm, I'm just, if you had any advice on like, do I go further and bring this into the light or do I just, like what you read about the prophecies, do I just let... Oh, God I wasn't even thinking about that one. Apparently this is a Catholic organization or Christian. It's Catholic, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know what light you bring it into unless you bring it to the bishop. You know, if it has to do with a parish, you need to bring it to the priest. He may be part of it. I don't know. And if not, you can bring it to the bishop. Uh, And if I brought it to him and it went no further, just let it be as it is. Him meaning the priest? No, the bishop. You tell the priest. If you already went. If I already went, yeah. You let it go. What are you going to do? Okay. Fair and enough. you take it, okay, take it Rome, it's nothing's going to happen. But I Fair would enough. say, I, I would say, dear one, that if there's any way possible for you to trust that God not only took you out of this awful situation um, in which you were innocent, 
But if there's any way you can consider staying home and, and working from home, get a job that you can do from home, whatever it is, um, that would be, I think, what our Lord would want. Okay, I feel that too. So just with Healthy. the way schools are going and whatnot. So I appreciate that. Thank you very Good. much. God bless you, dear one. And, God and bless keep you, you too. Thank you thank so much. Thank you, sweetheart. Uh, Debbie in Pennsylvania. Hi, Debbie. Good morning, Mother. How Good morning, are you? Sweet. I'm terrific. How about yourself? I'm I'm having a lot of struggles right now with it. With what? Uh, I'm having a lot of uh, trouble with a heavy heart of uh-huh. what's going on, and I really wanted to ask you something um, <clears throat> about the end of days yes. and what I. I feel in my heart that okay. Jesus is coming soon mm-hmm. and everything that's going on in the church. And I feel that God has led me to you even as Father Altman and mm-hmm. Father Frank Pavone I've been following, but I was only following him till I was led to Father Altman. Mm-hmm. And I love hearing him speak every day as you. Mm-hmm. My my fear is I have been in uh, this past year and a half, many changes in my life. I've been on a spiritual journey trying to get closer to God and Good. Jesus. Good. And I uh, I am like, I'm sorry I get nervous when I speak. No, don't worry phone. about that one, Debbie. Don't worry, sweetheart. Go ahead. Um, I'm re- I don't pray the rosary every day. I mm-hmm. don't. Okay. And I'm so sorry for that. I know our Holy Mother is trying to save her children because yes. Our Lady of Fatima, the message is so clear. Yes. And I've been getting so many distractions lately that it's it's taking me in a different direction. The enemy but will yes, make sure you are distracted. That's his specialty. <laughs> and I, oh gosh, yes, because let me, with all the mail going on and all this not receiving my packages and all of that, I didn't even remember ordering the passion, uh, a a coin, the passion with Jesus on the back. And yesterday, having such a bad, bad day, and I was angry at everything, just so sorrowful of everything going on and killing each other and just the madness. And Mm -hmm. I, I have been... Uh, posting, I have a very private Facebook page, only like 20 friends that, that I don't do numbers. I do, I care about each person that I'm involved mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. And I, um, after my long day, I just took off from being so angry and went on my way and took a drive to listen to music. Um, that's what calms me in my heart and prayer to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I came home, and I uh, th- I haven't received packages. I totally forgot. But lo and behold, what was in the package put the sm- biggest smile on my face was the coin that I totally forgot. Maybe five months ago, I may have ordered it, and that was the only package that showed up. Mm-hmm. Our Lord didn't forget about it. Me. Mm-hmm. Right, Good. exactly. But I, I just have a heavy, heavy heart of all our officers and the Democrats. I'm sorry that I'm saying this, but I call them evil. 
because they are. Well, I they're see. not. E- I, I I refrain from calling them evil, uh, but what they believe, what they're doing, what they're saying, what they're planning, is evil. It right. is evil, Debbie. It's not just not Republican. It's not. It's it, there was a time when to be Democrat was not evil, but now it's absolutely evil, which is why. Father Altman and I and many others have said you when you say you cannot be Catholic and vote Democrat any candidate whatsoever um, because you are agreeing with the Democratic uh, platform which is simply murderous um, you can be Catholic and vote Democrat because you're baptized Catholic but you will be in mortal sin you are a Catholic not in good standing you are a Catholic on your way to hell if you don't repent because if you vote democratic you will be responsible personally for every baby killed in the mother's womb we'll be right back love learning more about the church but confused or disheartened by the struggles we are facing today follow LifeSite news catholic on facebook twitter or sign up for LifeSite catholic emails and stay up to date on the constant stream of news about the Catholic Church. Our church is at a time of crisis, and we as laity have a responsibility and a duty to educate ourselves and stay true to the faith. LifeSite News Catholic is dedicated to keeping the laity informed and educated. To follow us, go to Facebook or Twitter and search LifeSite News Catholic. As Mother Miriam always says, we must live as if it were true. Hi, this is Wayne Hepler, founder of the St. Thomas More House of Prayer. If you are looking for a way to grow closer to our Lord, I invite you to visit our Catholic Retreat Center dedicated to praying and promoting the Liturgy of the Hours. The rustic setting provides a quiet atmosphere for prayer and for learning about the public communal prayer of the Catholic Church known as the Liturgy of the Hours. The seven canonical hours are prayed throughout the day beginning with the Office of Readings at 5.30 a.m. and ending with night prayer at 8 p.m. You are welcome to join in the prayer at any time or to book the house for a retreat. We are located at 365 Hill City Road in Cranberry, Pennsylvania. For more information or to book a visit, email info at liturgyofthehours.org or call the retreat house at 814-676-1910. You can also learn more by visiting liturgyofthehours.org. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back beloved to mother miriam live we've been on the phone with debbie are you still there debbie yes i am hi sweetheart thanks for holding on so um you know the the end result of all your sorrow uh i mean we 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 have all of us who are catholic who are faithful 
have every reason to be sick at heart, to be sorrowful at what's happening. I will say, though, Debbie, that it'll ease our sorrow if we know that we personally, as a people of God, have to take responsibility for the state we're in. It's Catholics who have put our past presidents in office. Catholics have done that. Catholics who haven't lived their faith. Bishops who have not taught the faith for decades. Um, Priests who have not taught the faith. Um, People who have not learned the faith. Uh, Catholics are in the world and of it. You, You can hardly tell a Catholic from the rest of the world. Um, the persecution is growing now, but it's been very little. And um, it's our fault, Debbie. Uh, you could say, well, it's not my fault personally. And anybody could say that. But God's not interested in that. He's interested in our being a people. He sees us in the loins of Adam and certainly as his children in Christ. And we're never okay if our brother is not okay, if our sister's not okay. We have brought this on by being unfaithful. Now, we've had unfaithful bishops. I I came into the church, and I saw three generations lost to the faith. The faith was not being taught except by a small handful. And so Catholics don't know their faith. And I've been saying for quite a while now that no Catholic... Uh, will stand before God and say, my priest didn't teach me, my bishop didn't teach me. God knows that. But we are adults, and we can read, and we have the catechism, um, and we have the scriptures, and it's up to us to know our faith and to live our faith. Why are we on the earth? Why did God make us? To know him, to love him, to serve him. Um, in this life and be happy with him in the next. That's the purpose for our existence. And there's very, very few Catholics who have lived that, Debbie. Uh, How can we know him if we don't read the catechism and the scriptures and the encyclicals from the popes and all of that? So it is our fault as a people that our uh, faith, that our own priests, uh, we have not prayed enough for them. We have not um, corrected them enough. Uh, we've not pleaded with them enough. It's been now um, many, many years that the faith has not been rightly taught. Um, uh, there's a recent example of um, uh, the school and, and, and convent and uh, other property being sold right on the grounds of a Catholic church. The Catholic church continu- is continuing to function, But they are selling off all the other buildings on their property because in the words of the priest, they no longer have use for it. I heard those words. I called the diocese to see if we could have it. We would buy it. We would do anything to keep it from the Muslims. And I got a um, a very uh, um, poor, poor answer uh, they they wouldn't even really speak with me. So uh, it's tragic. I would do anything to stop that from being sold to Muslims on their own property. I cannot imagine the words of a priest saying to Muslims, we, we don't have need of it any longer. The only oh, thing Lord. I would do in such a case is get an army, knock on every single door in 
however many square miles is the parish and bring the people to church and start up that school again. If I went out there, I would personally do that if God, if God allowed me, but apparently he's not having me go out there, but I would do it tomorrow. So it's our fault, Debbie. It's our yeah. fault. And none of us, not, not you or I could say, but I'm not part of it because we are. You, you've been yeah. saying, you know, you know Our Lady has asked us to pray the rosary daily, and you're not praying it daily. And I'll tell right. you personally, sweetheart, if I were not in community, I would not pray it daily. Taylor Marsh, because I wouldn't be that disciplined. Um, Taylor Marshall, I'll tell you this. I, we watched him yesterday. He watched the new movie, Fatima, with his family, and he gave us a review of it. And there's some uh, negativity in the film, some disappointment, but also he said some good things. And he thought one of the very good things, and why we should see it, even though it won't get an A rating, is that there's nothing extremely bad, he said. Um, And um, he said, but the film is completely focused on the rosary. And... Even he who prays the rosary with his wife and eight children daily, his children watched it, and finally they got it, that it's not mom and dad who are, you know, um, uh, you know, off the chart Catholics that are asking him to do this. It's Our Lady, and they really got the message. So Our Lady has asked us to do it, and people say, but I don't like it, or I struggle, or it doesn't do anything for me. It's not supposed to do anything for us. It, it's it's the armor again of our warfare. It's the armor of our warfare that Our Lady has given us. So the thing is not to feel bad. Some people don't pray it at all because they just don't like it. They struggle with it. I struggle with it. I'll tell you that truthfully. Um, St. Therese of Lisieux struggled with it. She made that known. Uh, not everybody takes to the rosary, but it shouldn't stop us from praying uh, praying it and praying the mysteries. And I will say all 20 of them. Some people will say, no, just 15. I'm telling you all 20. God has done that. I believe it. And um, we need to do it. So, Debbie, when Mother we're... Mother Miriam, dis- yes, I, I re- this past year is when my eyes were really opened as spiritually speaking. Blessed getting, be trying God. To get closer to God. Are you and Catholic? Jesus, and I, yes. Good. Yes. And I pray to God, Jesus, please, Lord, guide me through your grace and Holy Spirit what to do. Touch my heart. And I don't want to do wrong. I mean, yeah. I I love everyone. I want souls to be saved. It hurts okay. my heart. Debbie, sweetheart, you've asked God good questions, but don't wait for him to do anything in you. Don't wait for feeling. Don't wait for inspiration. Do what he's already told you to do through his church. To pray every day through his mother. Pray the rosary every day. Read the scriptures every day. It's God's love letter to you. Um, Where are the scriptures, Mother? I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm learning more at my old age. Uh, I'm not old, old, but I feel old. I'm I'm just going to be 62 in October. Okay. Um, That... The mysteries of the rosary, I have an old prayer. I've been doing the rosary, but been get, noticing getting distracted every, the days I try to dedicate some time to do the rosary every day. 
because Our Lady of Fatima, Song of Bernadette, the greatest ever. Yeah, I know, Debbie. I, I'm going to have to interrupt you because we're just about at the end of the program. I know Nellie, sweetheart, um, you're oh. on the line, honey bunch. Call tomorrow, Nellie, and I'll take you first up. But, Debbie, um, do what God what has can said. I do? Where can I get read, the scriptures? What scriptures? Read the Bible. Read it. Start with the New Testament okay. and read the Gospel of John, number one. Read through the whole Bible, Debbie, not just verses. Read through the entire Bible. Read the whole New Testament and then go back and start in the Old Testament. Read consecutively. Don't just read verses. Read the entire Scripture um, and live it. Uh, and uh, pray the rosary every day, uh, take advantage of the sacraments, make sure you're going to confession, and trust God to lead you, sweetheart, and offer your suffering uh, for the salvation of souls, which you're doing now. God will bless you for that, Debbie. We'll see you, we'll pray for you, and we'll speak with you all tomorrow. My apologies, Nellie. Call in tomorrow.